0: Hello and welcome to episode number 32 of the Coffee Joffe podcast. I'm riding solo today. I've had some really, really cool guests, uh, fitness professionals, trainers, nutritionists, health and wellness experts um, on recently and every now and again I like to just chuck in an episode where I just kind of ramble on and tell you about my experiences and what I'm thinking at the time. Um, so that's what we're doing today and I just wanted to this isn't going to be the most exciting podcast ever, um, but it's something that I really believe in. So Exercises Bad for You said no one ever. And it's just relaying what I kind of preach um, as a coach. And many of you, if you if you follow me, you, you would understand that I have my brand, which is Movement Wins. And that's something that I'm really, really passionate about. Um, and that is all about building habits that are sustainable for a lifetime. I've been doing this for a long time now, the health and fitness game, um, as a trainer, as a competitive athlete, as a recreational trainer. Um, or you know, I've kind of been in, in many different positions. And for me to be able to share my experiences, to make people understand that you don't always have to be all in with training, nutrition, and constantly trying to progress. It's okay to kind of be in, um, uh, when you're not motivated, to just be in a stage where you're still able to do enough uh, to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, to coin the phrase like healthy lifestyle, what does that mean? You know, perhaps we could go into a little bit more detail on that on another podcast, but it's, it's keeping yourself happy. It's keeping yourself healthy, um, you know, for yourself, for the people around you, kind of car- taking care, taking pride in your body. So. That was a topic today. And one thing that I want to put to you is everybody knows the benefits of exercise. Like I don't need to go over all the individual benefits. You could ask anybody and exercise is going to be when you go to the doctor, almost any condition that you have, you know, I guess, within reason, there's going to be an element of, you know, going and making sure that you're doing regular exercise, making sure that you're eating a balanced diet, all that type of stuff. And I just feel like we take it for granted. Um, It's almost like wasting on us that we can improve so much just through exercising regularly, doing purposeful exercise. Now, what I mean by purposeful exercise is, you know, I call it PE um, and it's when you uh, go out and do something that you have to put your trainers on, you've set the time aside to go and do it. So, for example, you go to do a gym session, you go and do a class, even as simple as I'm going to go for a 20 minute walk. I'm going to put my trainers on, I'm going to put a podcast, hopefully me, in your ear and I'm going to walk for me to improve my health, to improve my state of mind, all those different types of things. So that's what I class as purpose for exercise. Obviously, like your non-exercise activity, getting your steps up, um, all those types of things are very, very important as well. But a little bit of emphasis on purposeful exercise per week, I believe can have a huge impact on your life. And I think that people really underestimate that, Um, you know, so I generally believe that you should train on train for two hours on average for the rest a week for the rest of your life. So I think about that statement, two hours a week for the rest of your life on average. So, you know, maybe when you go on holiday, or those types of things, um, maybe that's when you take some time off. But I think that's fair enough. And I think that when you think about that statement, it doesn't seem that much. Um, but I see far too many people yo-yo, like, like a yo-yo diet, a yo-yo exercise as well. And they go through these stages of being all in, really motivated, signing up for a gym membership. Maybe this is you, maybe you've done something like this before. And you train five times for the first week, four times for the second week. And then for the next three months, you don't go in. um, Only to repeat that cycle when the motivation comes back again. And for most people, they want to find balance within their life. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be about making huge progress, you know, getting to a six pack, losing a load load of weight, um, all of those goals that we kind of place on when we go to the gym and improve our nutrition that we're always chasing. It's not always about that. It's understanding what it takes to get to that level. And I think for the majority of people, and I'm speaking for the majority of people here, you get to a position where if you got to where your kind of end goal is, like the fitness model that you see on Instagram, if you got there, you might actually find that you're not really happy in that position. Um, because you might have found that you actually lose out on other areas of your life just for the the sacrifice of having a six pack or, you know, a great butt or something like that. Um, so there's loads to consider there. And that's where like a coach or, or someone who's kind of been there and done that can can talk to you in a little bit more detail. And that's what I always like to fully understand when I work with people. I'm like, what do you really want to get out of this? And if someone's got really, really high aims, it's not that I'm trying to like bring them down and set their set their standards lower. But I just want them to understand that, you know, okay, cool, we can go more restrictive on your diet. We can increase your exercise activity. This is what it's going to mean. It means that you're going to be, you know, more tired um, over the weekends or in the evenings. In the evenings, you're going to be doing a two-hour gym session versus um, just going in and doing a one-hour gym session and getting home in time to feed the kids, to put them to bed. You also have to chuck in that 30 minutes of walking in the morning to reach your goal, which means that you're not going to stay up an extra half an hour to have, uh, a glass of wine or or some chill out time with your significant other. There's so m- I've just given you a couple of examples there, but there's so much more that kind of goes into it than just getting the aesthetics and that type of stuff. That being said, if you reach a point in your life where your health is deteriorating, uh, there may be some drastic changes that need to happen. But I think that you should always have the bigger picture of trying to improve your life to a norm. And what I mean by that is, I always talk about that on-off switch and the standby. Yeah, have times in your life when you're on it, and you're, you know, for example, really going hard in the gym. Um, your main focus is your training, your new, your nutrition. You're cutting out, uh, you know, junk food and that type of stuff. And you know, you're not drinking thirty days of this, thirty days of that. Don't mind that. Go through those stages, but make sure you get to a point where you don't just turn the switch off and you go back to doing nothing and eating what you want and not being mindful about it. Try and find a point that you can hit and this is where like balance comes in. Well, you're exercising regularly and you're, you know, you're offsetting some of the calories that maybe you're eating from your nutrition, but you're managing it well enough, you're conscious of the calories that you're eating and you're maintaining, ready for when that motivation comes back and you turn the switch back on. So I kind of break this down uh, just roughly in my head, I always think about you. Look at a year like fifty-two weeks. If you can go for thirty-six weeks of just being in what I class as standby mode, that's not overtraining. That's you know, training two, three, four hours a week, whatever's convenient for you. You're in a nice setting where you know you've got friends in the gym or. Um, You know, you you enjoy that training, but if you miss a gym session here and there, it's not the end of the world, but you know that that's not going to happen two or three times in a week. You just, you're there, you're doing enough. So you could do that for 36 weeks. The switch goes off for, let's say, eight weeks. Let's think about holidays, and I would say eight weeks a long time. And that's where you're enjoying yourself. You go on holiday, you're spending time with friends, family, you want to have a few drinks, or you want to overindulge. You know, you don't want to have to wake up and set your alarm in the morning, You don't want to do travel workouts and that type of stuff, which you could do, but the switch is off. You're not focused on that. You're not going to lose a huge amount in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks off from the gym, providing you're going back to what that normal is. And then you've got, you know, if we said eight weeks is off, then you've got potentially eight weeks where you are on. And that's when your 30-day New Year's resolution comes in, your 30-day cutting out booze, um, trying a diet, trying this, trying that. And you have that flexibility where it's the right time in your life. You've set up the boundaries around you. You know, maybe work life isn't as stressful. You find that you've got a little bit more time to, uh, to put into the gym, prepping meals, all that type of stuff. Spend that eight weeks really hammering it. And I promise that kind of structure in your life, 36 weeks of just being standby, being normal, like having your normal routine, eight weeks of enjoying yourself, overindulging, eight weeks of being on it, I promise you that you'll have a huge benefit on your life. There's non-negotiables, and like I said at the start of the podcast, two hours on average per week for the rest of your life, purpose to exercise. Go for a walk, do a YouTube video at home. Do, um, you know, go go and find a class that you really enjoy. Zumba. Go swimming. There's so many types of exercise out there. And like I said, I don't need to stand here and preach to you the benefits of exercise because you already know what it is and if you're not sure what it is then yeah I don't know what to suggest really (laughs) Um, so just think about that and think about exercise in terms of why I titled it is exercise is bad for you said no one ever because no one's ever going to argue about exercise not being the right thing to do a lot of the time if you go to a doctor for you know a condition obviously depending on what it is, but their, their, uh, diagnosis alongside any kind of like drugs or anything that they're prescribing for you is going to be like, Hey, I think you should, you know, make sure that you exercise a little bit more, make sure that you clean up eating a nice balanced diet, all those types of things. And, um, I think we just get into the habit of think over or underestimating the benefits of what, what exercise can do for us. So, um, Exercise is a non-negotiable in life. Go and find something that you like. It doesn't have to be an hour and a half at a time. It could just be small chunks of 20 minutes a day. Just find something that you can sustain and make that your normal and you will live a very prosperous life. So the only time I can think of exercise not being good for you is maybe after an acute injury, maybe you've broken your leg or rolled your ankle or something like that. You know, there is going to be a time period after that that you're doctor tells you not to exercise because the recovery process Um, but at some point you know after two or three weeks of bed rest you're probably going to be encouraged to go and exercise to promote blood flow you know the rehabilitation side of it Um, you know even a podcast I heard before about um, cancer rehabilitation Uh, I think the lady's Anna Holmes she was on the Ben Kuma podcast she runs a level four cancer rehabilitation um, training course which is something super interesting and she talks about how beneficial exercise is for cancer patients, even when they're going through, you know, the chemotherapy. You know, such a such a tough time in their life in terms of energy and everything that their body's going through. You know, these doctors are, are, are prescribing, you know, light exercise. We're not talking about going in and doing, you know, a twenty-one fifty-nine thruster pull-up class or something like that. We're talking about gentle exercise under the guidance of a trainer who knows what they're doing. Um, and just on that subject, you know, the thing that they, the thing that's kind of the biggest concern in that, in that area is, um, you know, just cancer patients going into gyms where they're very susceptible to illness and, you know, so they need to be in that environment. That's a very clean um, environment. It's, so they're still promoting exercise, like I said before. Um, kind of related with the coronavirus going around, Coronavirus. Um, to make sure that you're keeping yourself disinfected and clean. So I'm gonna leave that there. I hope that one helped. Like I said, everything just goes back to what I promote through the brand movement wins, building habits that are sustainable for a lifetime. I don't care if you go on a 12 week transformation and um, see amazing results or, you know, make some changes to your life that aren't necessarily sustainable. What's more important for me is what happens after those changes. Ride that wave of motivation, but make sure that you don't sink after it. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Take care.